0: back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and I'm so excited to have you guys here. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. So I'm so excited for today's show because we're talking to one of my really good friends, Isla and Eileen from Ace Portraits and we're talking all about the number one reason you are not profitable and it's not what you guys think. So, Aislinn and I have become friends this year, we met through the Maria Bayer Irresistible Sailing Course, we became quick friends, and um, I feel like I've known her my whole life, which is so funny how that happens, right? (laughs) So, I was really excited when she um, asked to be on the show, and I immediately said yes. So, this topic, really, um, we're passionate about it, and Aislinn gives some great advice And she really helps to break down the mindset barriers that are likely holding you guys back. Um, Inside this episode, she shares the five questions she asks herself to get unstuck and out of her own way to make more money in her own wedding photography business. So, a little bit about Aislinn is that Aislinn McKenna is a hybrid photographer, which means she shoots film and digital, um, and she's based out of the Southeast. Not only is she the owner of two photography companies, but she's also an educator and a mindset cheerleader. Aislinn loves encouraging other business owners to help them see what is possible when they have a healthy mindset. I'm so excited for this show. I know you guys are going to love Aislinn and I love her too and I'm just pumped to end the year on a really positive, really high note and um, I'm glad we're going to end 2020 on such a, on a positive scale. So um, a few things to note before we jump in. Um, do you guys know we have a couple of new items in the Tea with Janae store? It's true, we do. I've been hard at work. I've been a busy bee. Um, so I've released... Uh, two brand new e-guides one's called an insider's guide to wedding submissions and then the other one's called the photographer's complete guide a real wedding day checklist so those are two e-guides they're kind of companion guides and they'll walk you through how to create a really great submission what photos you should be taking at a wedding and you know what photos you need to make sure you're submitting uh, to the publications to the editors to get picked up so those are really companion guides, and they're very, very helpful. And I'm excited to release those into the world. But we've also got two templates that are InDesign templates for uh, wedding photographers. And it's a uh, one is the investment guide template for wedding photographers and the second one is a services guide template for photographers and that those are the items that you would um, send to potential couples after you've had your phone call um, when you're selling your services so you want to make a great first impression and these two templates help you do just that because I don't know how many times my friends have contacted me saying what do I send I don't know what to make how do I design it what template should I buy well I've done all that hard work for you and made a really beautiful aesthetically pleasing high-end looking um, investment guide that I personally used myself and I was getting a lot of requests to look at mine to see what it looked like and I just said you know what I'll make a template you guys could just grab it so all of those items and more um, are at the Tea store so it's Um you can just uh, swipe up when you listen to the show you can click on the link head over there and find out more information about each of those goodies in the shop oh and while you're there don't forget to read our latest blog post join our newsletter and our super fun Facebook group and as a little bit of a, oh, I can't believe this year is almost over, um, I wanted to say thank you. Thank you to our community thank you to being here. 2020 has been, um, you know, rough, but it's also been really great. And I feel like for me personally, I've taken the time and I've mentioned it a bunch on the podcast to delve to dive deep into my sales into coaching uh, working with my girls working with my clients and just sprucing up all the systems that I have been neglecting and working on things that you know I just didn't have time for and and now I had the time and I really am glad I had the time because next year's hopefully going to be crazy which which I'm excited about but I wanted to just say thank you um, for listening, for continuing to support Tiva Janae, the community, our Facebook group—you guys are awesome—and I wouldn't be doing this if if it wasn't for you guys. So every time you say or let me know that you um, had a success, or the podcast was helpful, or you tried something new, that to me is exactly why I do this. So I'm, I'm glad to I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to help. Okay, all right, enough of getting uh, a mushy here. (laughs) So let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have Aislin on the line. Can you say hello? Hi. Thank you so much for being here today. Oh my
1: gosh. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm just so, so excited to be talking to you today. This is going to be really fun. I,
0: I know, me too. I'm so pumped. I'm really excited about today's topic. You know, I absolutely love talking about this stuff. So before we begin, let's introduce you to our audience, to our listeners. Can you tell everybody a little bit about you, your business, and how you got started? Yeah, absolutely. Hi, guys.
1: My name is Aislinn McKenna. I'm the owner of Ace Portraits and Aislinn Eileen. Ace Portraits is a team-based wedding photography company based in Huntsville, Alabama, and Aislinn Eileen is a destination and luxury wedding photography company that travels nationwide. Um, so as far as how I got started, uh, this is kind of a fun story because, uh, it started a while ago. Um, I started when I was 16, so I was in high school, uh, when I got started and I remember just... It was such an interesting time being a 16-year-old and to be starting a company, a lot of people looked at me like, are you serious? Like, you're, you know, you're 16. Um, And when I first started, I remember being the season of life that I was in, I was doing a lot of family sessions and a lot of senior portraits. I really didn't start out in the whole wedding world until my senior year of high school So the high school that I went to, they required you to do a capstone project, which is essentially field work in uh, whatever the field that you wanted to go into was. And so I I fought my teachers on this a lot because I wanted to do photography as a, a career. And they kept telling me that I couldn't do that for my capstone project. And so I finally convinced them that like if I did it in wedding photography, that it would be okay because up until that point, I had not done any weddings. And so... That's really how I got started in the the wedding world was I started um, interning and mentoring and following other photographers around and taking notes on what they did on wedding days. And from there, just kept going. That's amazing. So did you have, where did you learn photography in high school? Uh, no, I completely self-taught. Um, so when I first started out, you're going to laugh at this. So when I first started out, I, um, I have an older sister and I would take her, um, her DSLR camera for um, MySpace photos. And so I had a friend in high school who was doing modeling classes. And so I would take my sister's DSLR and I would go take pictures of my friends. Um, and so just trial and error uh, from there. And then I started, YouTube was a thing. And so I started watching a lot of YouTube videos and reading every blog post I could possibly get my hands on um, and for the most part, just going out and, and shooting.
0: I just love that. Yeah. YouTube is totally a thing. I think that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I know when I started out, I mean, I went to school for graphic design and then I went back to school for photography and really learned the ins and outs of my camera. Um, when I went back to school, but I had taken photography classes in high school mm-hmm. and, um, Middle high, I guess it was junior high, uh, but I didn't really know the difference between an f-stop, an ISO, and aperture until I went back to school for photography mm-hmm. and was learning digital. And I feel like seeing it immediately was so helpful. To be like, oh, that's what an f four looks like. Oh, that's what shutter speed is. Because when you know when I was shooting with film, you know you get the film back and like, all right, it looks good or it looks bad. But I feel like it was so helpful. So yeah, YouTube and Creative mm-hmm. Live and. All that stuff is so helpful. Yeah.
1: And that instant gratification of being able to see like, oh, if I put my shutter speed to this, this is the result from that.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, being an artist, being a visual learner, it really like cemented it in my brain. And I was like, I got it. I got it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I remember I did take one photography class in high school. But my teacher, because I had a photography business, he was like, you're not allowed to photograph people. You can only photograph inanimate objects. And I remember being like really upset about that because I I was I was a people person. I wanted to photograph people.
0: <laughs> he made you do still less. That's funny. Your punishment for being an early entrepreneur. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, since we're talking about being an entrepreneur and, you know, being about being profitable or, you know, sort of making money mm-hmm. in your business. And you're a great, you know, uh, guide for this because you've been, you started so young, mm-hmm. you know, let's talk about why people are not profitable, you know, and you know, what is it that makes them, uh, n- not make any money? Yeah, absolutely. So this is a, a really
1: great topic and I don't know that it's necessarily something that a lot of people, have conversations about in this particular way. So one of the biggest reasons that we see people are not profitable in their businesses is because of their mindset. Um, One of the things that I've learned over time is that if you can't have a healthy mindset and understand your own behaviors and why you're doing certain things, you're never going to have a profitable business because there's always this room for self-sabotage.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. I think mindset is such a game changer. It
1: really is. Um, And it's something that I've always kind of dabbled in is, is how do I improve my mindset? How do I improve my self-talk? How do I improve how I'm interacting with others? And it truly is something that can change the way that you do business. If you can change the way that the voice inside your
0: head is talking to yourself. Exactly, And I don't think a lot of people understand that. And I know that I have had a couple, I've had Maria Bayer on mm-hmm. with um, Courtney from Envision Events, like the changing my mindset, especially in this year of 2020 mm-hmm. has been such a game changer for my mental health, for my physical health and for my business and being profitable in a year that wasn't going to look, pro- doesn't look profitable, you know, like it didn't yeah. look like it was going to happen because of the world we're living in right now. But mindset is truly a game changer. And that's why I'm so excited that you're talking about this and helping everyone who's listening. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we now that we know that mindset is super important, you know, how has mindset helped you to change your own business?
1: Yeah. So let's first define what a healthy mindset looks like. And I'm going to say these things. And a lot of people might be like, yeah, absolutely. That's what healthy mindset looks like. And some people might be like, no, that's absolutely not what it looks like. So healthy mindset is really very, very personal. So when I define it for myself, what I'm looking at is, it's like spending my day in positive thought being in a grateful headspace and being able to put my work down, my phone down, my computer down and like set it away. That's what it looks like for me when I'm in a healthy mindset and in a healthy headspace. So I can kind of tell, and this, this comes with time. I can tell when I'm in an unhealthy mindset when I start obsessing over little things or when I start realizing that like I'm not being grateful for what I have and I start being super negative in my self-talk and in my conversations with friends and family and social media. Um, Mm -hmm. And one of the things that for me, I can tell that I'm in an unhealthy mindset if I start getting very insular and not reaching out to my family members. Like if I, my husband knows that if I start complaining about my family members, he's like, all right, It's time to go take a walk and (laughs) and have a glass of water and get back into a healthier mindset. Because that to me, like, if I don't want to, if I don't want to talk to my family, that means I'm in a very insular, like, uh, protective space. And that is
0: my unhealthy um, version of myself. And how did you figure that out? Like, what was happening to you? to make you be like, Oh, this is, this is a problem.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So I know that a lot of people in 2020 have had like the weirdest, craziest, some people, the worst, some people, the best year ever. (laughs) Um, for me, 2019 was the year of really, really defining who I am as a person and really defining the healthy version of myself. Um, I went through some medical stuff in 2019 where I, I really wasn't talking about it with the world, and what I what I realized was that I was getting very insular and a lot of very very self um, a lot of self awareness around the talk that I was giving to myself, and a lot of the talk that I was hearing inside was just very negative. And um, when I started to realize that, like, oh, I can control these thoughts. I can't control what's happening to me, but I can control these thoughts and how I'm reacting to what's going on in the world or what's going on in my life. And I, that was kind of my turning point was, was getting a lot more, um, not realistic, but just getting a lot more aware of what I was saying to myself and how that affected
0: the outcomes of my day. Yeah, I know. And I, I'm re- so I'm reading The Secret <laughs> Love that book uh, from, fr- from Maria and she's like, you have to read it. So I'm reading it and it's The Law of Attraction mm-hmm. and just how it affects your entire world. Right, mm-hmm. and how what you put out there, even in your thoughts, um, you will receive. So, if you go to, if in a, it was interesting to see that or to know or to, to find out that the, the universe doesn't know the word, um, I don't mm-hmm. or I don't want that, it only says, I want that. So, when you say, I don't want clients like this, mm-hmm. it actually says, Here's, I want clients, it's like, like Here's that, all of things... the clients like that, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or you're like, you know, this stuff always happens to me. Why does this always happen to me? And then it always, it keeps happening because you keep bringing it to existence. Mm -hmm. Right. And I had a friend recently share on social media that her TV screen cracked, her computer cracked, her phone cracked. And I'm like, girl, stop thinking about things. I was like, it just keep happening to you. So I think it's very, you know, once you know, then you're like, Oh, okay. Okay. So this is good. Yeah. But you, but you have created or come up with five questions to help people get unstuck, right? Yeah, absolutely. So these are, these are questions that I think are probably
1: going to ruffle some feathers. Um, but that's a good thing. I, I want them to, um, kind of, I want you to sit with these questions. Um, so let me, Janae, let me ask you this. Do you want me to go through all the questions as a whole, or do you want me to dig into each question? I think
0: maybe you could just, why don't we share the five questions so our listeners can ponder and think about it. And then maybe after you share each one, you can just say, um, this is why this is a good question. I think that'd be great for everybody listening. Yeah.
1: Fabulous. Okay. So question number one, and this is for business owners. So obviously like take that when I say these. So question number one is, am I running a business or a charity? Question number two, if I could run the business of my dreams, what would that look like and feel like? Question number three, what would I be doing right now if I was running the business of my dreams? Question number four, how does that make me feel? Overwhelmed, excited, pumped? And question number
0: five, where in my business am I frustrated? Oh gosh. These are good. These are good. So let's break down the question. So let's question number one, repeat it again. Yeah. Question number
1: one is, am I running a business or a charity? So, and why do you, yeah.
0: Why do you ask yourself
1: that? Yeah. I ask myself this because when I'm getting in a very unhealthy mindset and, and this is the key point to take away from this little section right here is that if you're in an unhealthy mindset, your business is not going to be profitable because you keep thinking about things that are unhealthy and negative. And so the direct result of that is a less profitable business and a less um, fulfilling business. So asking yourself, am I running a business or a charity really kind of gets to the heart of, am I running something that I love and is making me money? Or am I doing something that is helping people, but it's not making me money?
0: Right. Yeah. So like you're giving away your services for exactly. free or you're discounting them. So you're not making any profit. You know, you could be running a not for profit and not even. Know yeah. That. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. So I think like looking at the numbers and asking yourself this question is a great place to start. Yeah.
1: And there's nothing so, wrong with running a charity, but you have to know if your
0: business is profitable or not. Right. Yeah. And that's a whole, we have a whole other uh, podcast. Uh, I'm sure we have a couple of them about finances mm-hmm. and knowing what, how much you make. So I would definitely go listen to those um, if you have any questions about that, but let's go into number two. Yeah.
1: So question number two is if I could run the business of my dreams, what would that look like and feel like?
0: Yeah, this is a good one. I'm already like, Ooh, yeah. What would it be? I think the feel part of that question mm-hmm. is really important. Like feeling, what do you want it to look like? Why, why did you ask yourself this question? Yeah, I love this question because it really allows
1: you to sit in the future of yourself and the future of what your business could be. So one of the reasons why I like asking this question is if I could run the business of my dreams, what would that look like? Tells me kind of my goals. And then what would that feel like? Tells me more about uh, how to say that the emotions around my business. And it tells me whether it's a healthy
0: or unhealthy um, mindset right. to be in. Yeah, Are you stressed? Are you stressed? Are you relaxed? Are you happy doing your job? You know, a lot of people do things that they don't love. And I think it's a good question to ask yourself. I mean, if you ha- I have listened to this podcast in the past, and you, I've shared a lot about my pre-life uh, in mm-hmm. corporate America, and I was really unhappy, if, you know, as a person – um, because I wasn't doing what I loved. I went to school for art. I was a, I have a graphic design degree. I, photography was like my love. And mm-hmm. I was there sitting at a desk doing it. Oh, <laughs> I was <ouch>. helping people. <laughs> yeah. I was helping people fix their printers, you know, and I, the paper was jammed. I mean, I hated it, but I, you know, I stayed because I loved the company and I liked the perks of the company. But at the, you know, the, when I asked myself those questions, even a long time ago before I knew about mindset, I was like, what do I want to do in my life? What makes me happy? Mm-hmm. And like how I want to feel. I was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I asked it a little different, but I still asked that question, you know, how, what I want to do and what I want to, what do I want to make? And then how do I want it to make me feel?
1: Yeah. And it's going to be different for every person because some people's dreams are going to be some people's cages. Like if you, if you say like my, um, the business of my dreams is a six figure business and I'm busy every single day to one person that's going to be like, yes, absolutely. That's going to be incredible. And to other person that's going to be like, oh my God, I can't, I just absolutely could not handle that. (laughs) So that's why it's important to ask yourself that and not only the look side, but also the feel side. Yeah, exactly.
0: So let's break down number three. Yeah. So, uh,
1: question number three is like a really fun one for me because it gets you kind of into that, uh, play acting, um, acting as if mindset. And question number three is what would I be doing right now if I was running the business of my dreams? Um, yeah, so this one is so one. fun because it, it puts you in a headspace of like, okay, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm watching Netflix and I'm just like, okay, I guess I could do something with my business today. It's like, okay, if I was running the business of my dreams, is that how I would be acting? Probably not, mm-hmm. like unless it was a rest day or whatever. Um, so this just kind of allows you to dream about not only what does it feel like and what does it look like, but like, who is that person?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Are you a corporate person or are you like a beachy person or, you know, do you want to spend more time with your family? Mm-hmm. Like those, you know, those are, those are good questions to ask yourself to to sort of figure it yeah. out. Yeah. So let's go. Yeah. Let's go into number four. Yeah.
1: So question number four is how does that make me feel overwhelmed, pumped, um, excited. And so it really just kind of digs in further into not only like, okay, what would that person be doing if, um, If today was the day that you were making the six-figure business or whatever your dream is,
0: what would that feel like as well? Yeah, I love that. I think putting the emotion into your answers is Mm -hmm. really, really going to help you get in touch with those feelings that maybe you've been suppressing or that you don't admit to yourself. I feel like once you... Get it out on paper or say it out loud, it's like, oh, it can happen. It can become a reality because you actually admitted it to yourself. So I think that's really, really good. Yeah.
1: And I think too, like, it's not just that, like, people don't admit it to themselves, it's that they don't give themselves space to think about these questions. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's really important.
0: That. <laughs> yeah. Good tip. You have to give yourself the space to dream, mm-hmm. you know, to, to figure it out. So let's do the last question. Yeah. So question number five is Where in my business
1: am I frustrated? And the reason this is a good question is because this one will really help you get stuck because I'm sure you've talked about this in other podcasts today about outsourcing and giving away the things that, um, that don't make you feel good about your business. So yeah, totally. I notice that when I am in an unhealthy mindset, what that looks like is I'm obsessing over little things. And so when I ask the question of where in my business am I frustrated, it's usually like where in my business am I obsessing over things that I could probably give to somebody else to that? It's their dream. It's their dream to look at my numbers or, or whatever, (laughs) whatever it is that I want to outsource. And so where in my business am I frustrated is a great question to really get you into the headspace of, okay, what are the things that are making me have a healthy mindset? What are the things that are causing me to spiral into a bad mindset and being able to like, just give those away.
0: I love that. Yeah, I have a, a podcast about being a mother, and you know, I talk with Amy about how we just both said, "You know what? We can't edit at the same time." um, it, well, as we're taking, you know, we have our child, mm-hmm. so we have to outsource to an editor or I have a VA who is going to help me run Tea with Janae because I can't do both. Yeah. So I think, you know, being open to that, um, mindset and that change and being attuned to it is really going to help, uh, you sort of focus on the things that you love. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I completely, agree. I I don't have little ones, but I respect you guys so much for being able to balance and juggle all those things and knowing what you need to put your time and resources towards.
0: Yeah. And I think a good uh, tip that I learned, I think it might have been from Katie Mary at Hybrid Co or something. She was like, done is better than yes. perfect. And it's like, you know what? It just has to be done in a way that you're Proud of, but it doesn't have to be perfect mm-hmm. because perfection is just—it's not attainable. Yeah. You know, it's just—it's this pressure. And I think as creatives, we put on ourselves like every image has to be perfect. It's like actually, it has to be good and it has to be great, but perfect is like oh, maybe those are your hero shots. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. So I think that's really interesting. So now that we have these five questions, and our listeners are like, "Oh my god, I have to write all this <laughs> down and I have to do this. I'm going to do this homework right after this podcast." you know, what should their next action step be to get unstuck? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So I kind
0: of want to sit
1: in this for just a minute that if your answers to those questions, like while you were listening to the podcast and you were listening to those questions, if your answers to those questions were overwhelmingly positive, kudos. Your mindset is doing good. <laughs> like you guys are doing great. Like I'm really proud of you. Um, that's a great place to be. Um, if you found yourself getting into an emotional state where you were a little agitated or frustrated or you're like, please, I cannot talk to this girl ever again. <laughs> that means that you have a little bit of mindset work to do. And that's also a great place to be because controlling your mindset is a skill and skills need learned. So, As far as next steps, um, here's some of the practical, like really good action steps that you can take away from this. I mean, obviously do your homework, answer the five questions, but here's some, some ways that I have found that help me create a healthier mindset. So number one, starting your day out with positivity. So um, the way this looks um, for me is I, before I check social media or the news or anything else, or talk to literally anyone, even my husband, I tell myself, Today is going to be a good day and good things are happening. And it's just a, it's such a good way to start the day. Even if you're still like, if you have leftovers from whatever happened the day before, it's still good to start the next day on a positive note. Don't let the leftovers of yesterday create clutter in your life today. Um, So the second tip that I have is limit your negative exposure. Um, so I do this by cutting out the news, social media feed, um, talking to people who really just want the world to suck. Like I just, I, I cut those people and those <laughs> things out of my life as much as possible. Um, and I, I learned this because my 2019 was such a rough year for me that I really needed um, as much positivity as I could because I couldn't handle anything extra on top of what I was already dealing with. And then um, number three is surround yourself with people who have the same vision of, of, as, excuse me, is surround yourself with people who have the same vision as you for their life. And so for me, that looks like surrounding my people, surrounding myself with people who are um, abundance minded, uh, who love law of attraction, even if they don't talk about it, um, people who just have a very positive outlook on life.
0: Yeah. And I, and I know this is like sappy stuff, so, but I feel like you and I have like really gravitated towards mm-hmm. each other this year for a lot of reasons and become like fast yeah. friends. But also I feel like I've known you forever because we're in the same space. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Like, like we are just on the same sort of journey for our businesses and ourselves. And I feel like that. We've been – the law of attraction like brought us together and like, oh, yeah, we're always friends. Like why what do you mean we just met? I know. So I it's crazy. It's like we haven't known each other that long, but I feel like we've known each other for like 10 years. Exactly. No, I know. Exactly. So I really agree with that. And I know I know I've had a couple of other guests on who have said sort of similar things where you have to clean the clutter mm-hmm. in your own home before – Good things are gonna happen. Yeah. You know, and I feel like I've I haven't really shared about my own family, but I had to do that a couple of times mm-hmm. where it's like even my own family members, not my immediate, but I had to be like, you know what? You just kinda drag me down every time I talk mm-hmm. to you and I don't wanna do that anymore. So we're not gonna talk. And even though that's harsh, it's actually really protecting myself. And I, Yeah. And I think that's Maria talked about that too, in our podcast as well. So it's like, you know what, even you have to do it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I actually, I had to set up boundaries with some of my family members who like, I love them and I love talking to them, but I noticed that if I would call and I'll, I'll just use my mom as an example. If I would call my mom and I hadn't like set up a time to talk to her and actually be able to really dig in deep and have a great conversation with her, if I would call her, she would answer the phone no matter what she was doing. If she was in the middle of a meeting, if she was doing whatever, it, it was just kind of like that like drop everything. And she would be like annoyed that I called her. And I'm sitting there going like, I just want to talk to my mom and have a great conversation. But I didn't give her space to make space for our conversation. So I, I think mm-hmm. boundaries are so important to, to really set up for yourself and it's going to look different for everyone. Exactly.
0: Yeah, no, it's really smart. Yeah.
1: And, and also your mom could just not
0: pick up the phone, I know,
1: right? <laughs> like, like if you can't, I, I learned this a while ago, if you can't answer a phone call and like give that person your attention, don't answer the phone call. Yeah,
0: yeah, just don't. <laughs> I know. Yeah, don't. I, yeah, I know, I know. I could be short. I'm like, you know what? I should have just hit. Quite, you, know, the decline. Like I'll, I'll call you back. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, in your own experience, after you, you know, you created these five questions, you did your own actions, um, you used your tips. You know, how long did it take for you to become profitable? You know, once you changed your your own mindset. Yeah. So I'm gonna say this, and
1: I really want people to hear it it's a daily commitment. You're playing the long game with mindset. This is not something that it's going to be like, Oh, I asked myself these five questions and suddenly like everything is working out for me and everything's healthy and we're all good. Like it's an, it's a daily thing that you have to be really looking at what you're saying to yourself and what you're saying out to the world. So, um, my business really became much more profitable when I started doing daily affirmations. Because they put me in such a good mindset to see opportunities around me. Um, so this year is actually the most profitable year, profitable year that I've ever had. Um, and I can definitely say that affirmations and a group of cohorts are the reason that that's happening for me.
0: Oh, congratulations. I love hearing that. Yeah.
1: So to answer your question, like um, it, I'd say it like, took like a month of like really, really cutting out the clutter, surrounding myself with positive people. Um, and saying my my daily affirmations, like it it took about a month of doing that every single day for me to really see a difference in the profitability, the money coming in, as well as like the the health of my headspace. Right.
0: Yeah. It, it's kind. Of, you know, you're building and creating a new habit, mm-hmm. and ha- and they always say like habits start sticking within within about three to four weeks. So if you do it, and it's like it becomes. Oh what is my oh what does she always say hold on she's she says soon the effort becomes effortless, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's really what happens here is once you start working on your mindset, you know maybe you ask yourself these five questions every few weeks, you just start digging down and then you see how you reassess where you are mm-hmm. and then you're like, okay, maybe I need to change my welcome uh affirmations or my morning notes mm-hmm. and just say maybe i'm I'm grateful for a few other things now because maybe this feels better. And you just, you know, you keep working on it. I think for me, when I started this year was around, I think May, May or June. And I had my own breakthrough Mm. in August. Okay, You know, like I had my breakdown and then I had my (laughs) breakthrough. They were definitely on the same day, which is really funny, but I had my aha moment, you know, where I was like, oh my God, I totally get it. And I was like, this is crazy. Um, but have you, what was your biggest aha moment that, you know, maybe had a direct impact or even, you know, um, changed your bottom line? Yeah.
1: So I'd say one of the best ways that you can start having a healthier mindset is by training your brain to look for the good. So this was kind of my big aha moment was like, oh, if I like train myself to look for the good in everything and not, I mean, not everything is going to have good. But, if I train myself every single day to look for the positive and look for the things that are good in the world and good in my world, um, a few like it's just going to really impact my my headspace. So a few ways that i um, I look for the good in the world every single day is when I wake up, and this is again, this is before I talk to anyone including my husband, like I don't get on social media, I don't get on news until I've done these things. Um, when I wake up, I ask myself who can I encourage today? And so when I ask myself, usually I'll have like a name pop up into my head and I'll reach out to that person. And so one of the ways that I see myself um, looking for the good in the world is where can I put good into the world? So for me, that looks like encouraging others, whether that's like a text message to a friend who I haven't talked to in a while, or I see someone who's going through something on social media and like, I'm like, oh man, like they really just need a word of encouragement. Um, so for me, the aha moment would really be the, the positivity as much as you can, like not only like, where do you see good in the world, but
0: where can you put good into the world? No, I love that. Yeah. You're not always, you're not always receiving, you're giving too, which is really nice. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Yeah. I love that. And did you have any other aha moments? I think you said you had a
1: couple. Oh, goodness. Okay. So. I'm trying to think of, honestly, like the daily gratitudes have been a really big aha for me because, well, okay. So the daily gratitudes and affirmations and just saying to myself, like, today's going to be a good day and good things are happening. Saying that to myself every single day, I have noticed like good things happen to me every single day. There might be bad along with it. And that's totally fine because I still had a good thing happen to me. But I would say- one of the bigger aha moments that I had, I remember earlier in this year I was in um I was in a, a group that was I had been in for a while and I was like, I like this group. They're nice. Like we were kind of on the same path. And then we we hit a point where we no longer were on the same path anymore. And I realized that like I just I needed to have friends who could talk about law of attraction and who could talk about affirmations and positivity and manifesting. And I needed people like that in my world. And I remember saying to myself back, and I think it was like February, I was like, I just want friends that I can chat with about law of attraction. And I said it out loud. And then lo and behold, here we are like later in the year. And I have a ton of friends that I talk about manifestations and uh, affirmations and law of attraction. So I'd say like, the, one of the biggest aha moments was finding a cohort of people who are like-minded who are Mm -hmm. positive and are willing to encourage and support you. And they're not doing it for their own gain. They're doing it because they want to build a group that's larger than themselves and build um, positivity that's larger than themselves.
0: I love that. Yeah. I think that's, that's a really great aha moment. Mm -hmm. And also for myself as well, it's like being in a circle of people who actually want to see you succeed in a way that, makes them happy too yeah like when you yeah. when you book a new wedding and I'm like oh my god that's so amazing <laughs> instead of being like oh my god I wish it was me. yeah you know like it's like so like oh you know when I get a text from a friend and like I just booked my biggest package and they didn't want you know they wanted all the, the whole kit caboodle I'm like yes let's open a bottle of champagne mm-hmm. versus oh I haven't booked anything in three weeks why is it not happening to me yeah. you know I think it's It's a mindset thing. It's like you want to be happy for other people, and that makes you happy. And then you attract happy. And it's it's a whole world out there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I think just um, occasionally saying things out loud like that, like I just want people that support me and encourage me and love me for who I am. And are willing to grow with me. And just saying that out loud. And just over the next like six months to a year. Just kind of watch who you're around. And ask yourself like are these people those people? Are they the ones who are doing that for me? Am I the one who's doing that for them? And then also like take a really hard look at like yourself. Like are you doing that for other people? Or are you the person who is not encouraging and not being as positive? Because for whatever reason like it just isn't a good fit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really true. I think, you know, you put in what you get, what you put in, what you put Mm -hmm. out and, you know, being, asking yourself these five questions, doing the action items, you know, really being honest with yourself, saying what you want out loud and making it, you know, putting it out there is really going to help you guys get unstuck. You know, it's going to increase your bottom line overall. And, you know, and also if you guys want suggestions for listening of like where we went, You can, you know, DM myself or Mm Aislinn, and we can help you. Um, I know you've got a couple of things coming up that I want people to know about so they can work with you um directly because you know you you offer these sort of things. So let's tell everybody a little bit about that, where they can find out more about you, say hello online and find out more about your services. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So you guys can find me at AISportraits.com. We do have an educational shop and we're just like over the moon about that because I've been in business for twelve years. So at this point, like it was, it was only a matter of time before I started an educational shop, but it's finally here and we're really excited about it. And that shop has templates. It has mindset worksheets. It has mentoring. And hopefully we are looking at quarter one of 2021 having a course and we are just really really excited about that um oh, so awesome. if you guys need anything you can find me at aisportraits.com or you can find me on instagram at or aceportraits um and then if you really want to email me and like kind of dig in further you can drop me an email at team aceportraits.com
0: Perfect. Awesome. And I'll put all that stuff in the show notes. You guys can just swipe up right now, click on the links and say hello to Aislinn. Aislinn, thank you so much for being here.
1: I'm so excited. This was so fun. Like it just was such a beautiful conversation. I feel like we got to really dig into some really good stuff. And I I hope that the listeners get some really great takeaways from this
0: conversation. Yeah, definitely. And I, you know, I think in the world in the year of 2020, you know, (laughs) (laughs) When it can be bleak and it looks, you know, looks dark. I want people to take away. I would hope that you guys are listening and taking away that positive things Mm -hmm. can happen even in the darkest, darkest days. And, you know, I hope that we can help you lift you up and and know that you have the power to, to do anything. And your mindset is really strong and it's going to help you in your life. It's going to help you with your relationships and it's going to help you in your business. And I know we're all about B2B here. And, you know, I think I really hope you guys love today's show. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so
1: much for having me. I appreciate it so much. And I will talk to you really soon. Yes. Can't
0: wait. I hope you liked today's episode. I want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to our guests. Thank you so much for being here and sharing all of your tips and tricks and invaluable advice. We love you guys. Be sure to check out all their links and information in the show notes. You can find out more about them and their services and give them a shout out online and on Instagram. If you're listening, take a screenshot, share it with your um in your Instagram stories, tag at Janae Kirshner, and I'll share it in mine. Can't wait to hear from you guys soon and share our next cup of tea together. Bye.